apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer. I watched the flag pass by one day. It furled in the breeze. A young Marine saluted it, and then he stood at ease. I looked at him in uniform, so young, so tall, so proud. With haircut square and eyes alert, he'd stand out in any crowd. I thought how many men like him had fallen through the years. How many died on foreign soil. How many mothers' tears. How many pilots' planes shot down. How many dead at sea. How many foxholes were soldiers' graves? No, freedom is not free. I heard the sound of taps one night when everything was still. I listened to the bugler play and felt the sudden chill. I wondered just how many times that, tap had, that taps had meant amen when a flag had draped a coffin of a brother or a friend. I thought of all the children, of the mothers and the wives, of fathers, sons, and husbands with interrupted lives. I thought about a graveyard at the bottom of the sea of unmarked graves in Arlington. No freedom is not free. Uh, I dedicate that poem that was written by Kelly Strong to the brave people of Ukraine. Welcome to Divided We Stand. I am Jimmy Battisti, and as always with me is Joe Aguirre and Victoria Lane. Um, we all know why we're here, so we're going to just jump right into it. Last night, oh, this is a special edition because we're coming on a night early because the State of the Union was last night, and I think we need to talk about that a little bit. So uh, as a Republican, I'm going to go first, and I want to say kudos to Joe Biden. He actually did a good job, I believe. Uh, there were some points that he missed. There were some points that I think he should have not brought up at the time that might have been a little bit inappropriate, but uh, overall, 
really good job. I would also like to say that the Republicans acted appropriately as they should have during the state of the address. They stood in unison when they were called upon and they showed the support for the president and the country as a whole when it became the partisan wish list of, you know, either side as expected. Nobody can be mad at this, right? It's expected. They stood when they had to and they stood when they didn't want to. So that's my take on it. Victoria, Joe, by all means. Honestly, I read um, what you wrote and I agreed with it. You know, I think that everything you said is like so true. Like, um, like when it comes down to like Biden, I feel like homeboy is really just trying his best right now. And like, if you're going to get like upset, like even if you don't like him, you can't just sit there and be like, ah, everything that he says is like bullshit because like uh, what we're doing right now is way deeper than just like if you like 100 percent agree like, you know? and yes that actually just was said on this show i actually 100 percent agree with victoria <laughs> <laughs> well look it's you know it's it is wartime and it's concerning and i think that you know that's usually one of those things that sort of draws this country together and you know, it's, I think it's hard to listen to what he said last night and pick anything apart. You know, it was democracy and it was good things. It was things that we all like to hear, things we can all sort of rally around. There wasn't any of the real social issues. I mean, he talked about keeping costs down and the price of gas affordable during this crisis time. Really, I mean, again, to me, if, if you're watching that, you're, you'd have to kind of be nitpicking and, and you certainly can do that. And there certainly were some things, James, that, you know, maybe he could have touched on, um, you know, here's the, I mean, I know he, he had a little, uh, a couple of stumbles in there, you know, he's, he's not perfect. He's 160. I get it. You know, that's six to be expected to, but you know, you know, when I talked, uh, yesterday day before the state of the union, and one of the things you and I both really were, were hoping for as Americans and not necessarily as Joe Biden supporters is just a, a good job, a coherent, strong sounding and he did that and i thought you know again at this point in time where you have a madman doing some crazy on the other side to have a president you know kind of reassure and and talk about the we i think that was super important and i i do with the exception of one idiot republican this thing was very uh it was it was very well done and i'm i'm hopeful you know that the supreme court hearings will be less contentious than what we've seen of late, you know, because hey, yeah. every, listen, everybody keeps talking about, you know, how, how do we write the ship? How do we start getting along better? And we can kind of build off like last night and kind of continue that. Like that wouldn't be the worst idea. We should. I want to say that we yes. should, <laughs> but in re in, uh, in reply to your one idiot Republican, and I'm not even going to refer to her. I'm not even going to talk about her because I don't want to give her any kind of credence whatsoever. So I'm not going to talk about her. What I'm going to talk about was the comment that she made. And I won't even mention the comment, but why I'm mentioning this in general. I believe Joe Biden missed an opportunity last night in regards to mentioning the 13 dead service members over in Afghanistan. He could have given their, he could have given it some kind of credence by at least acknowledging it, but he didn't. He just skipped right over it. I don't think he even mentioned the word Afghanistan once in that entire speech. And to me as a military person only, and everybody here can be 
can disagree with me, and I get that, I do. But as a military person, it it did no justice whatsoever to those 13 servicemen who gave their lives in Afghanistan, and it pissed me off a little bit. Yeah, so I, I guess my response would be, you know, I don't remember Donald Trump being like, hey, this Stormy Daniels thing, my bad. Yeah, I, I just, I feel like this is the kind of speech where you're not necessary. it's not your apology tour. I don't know. I'm not talking. I didn't say apologize. I I didn't say apologize. And don't compare. Don't compare 13 dead service members with Stormy Daniels, please. (laughs) I I beg of thee. I'm just saying that that's more the time to be touting your successes and not necessarily like where where things have gone wrong. It's more of a this is where we're headed. I don't disagree with you. I mean, it would have been nice to to honor it was a great 13 platform. fallen service people. It yeah, was a great but... platform and opportunity for him to take, and he didn't. And I'm and I was upset at that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're upset, disappointed. I could understand. I don't know about upset. Again, I think you're got to get a little nitpicky on this. You know what I mean? I, I told you it was it's a like military. Wrong, it's straight from a military story. Am I wrong? I it's like you. I I agree with that. He certainly could have, but. I'm not, I wouldn't be like, well, that speech sucked. <laughs> I didn't say that. I no, I know you didn't. I, I understand that. that. It, I'm just saying. He missed an opportunity. You're correct. That's what I said. And it upset me that he missed that opportunity, that he had that platform, that he could have given some kind of freaking credence to those 13 dead freaking Marines and soilers and soldiers. And he fucking glossed over it like it didn't happen. Victoria. What did you think of this speech, honestly, like all in all? What what would you say? Well, like, honestly, I feel like I was watching it and um, I definitely feel like I cringe a lot of the times because it's like you're on edge because it's like you want him to do well. And then when like he has a moment where he goes for a second, you go Ugh! and it's like it's I don't know, it's a little nerve wracking. So I feel like. I had to rewatch it today to like really get like what he was saying because like in the heat of the moment it's just like you're you're like rooting for him. It's like it's not even like I'm like a supporter. It's just like really scary in these times. I'm sure everybody kind of feels the same way because it's not impossible that like there could be like a whole like war happening right now and everything will be like just completely disassembled which I'm really hoping we'll get into that but I'm really hoping that that's not the case for several reasons but um I don't know I was just kind of sitting there watching it and then after today it's kind of just like if you have any criticism about it it's like what would you say in that circumstance you know what I mean it's like imagine this get this you're the president and it's like apocalypse time it's like it could potentially be the next hunger games and you you have to tell like a nation of people what's going on like what what pants are you wearing like what are you gonna do like what are your thoughts like seriously like you know what i mean there was a i could tell you what i would say i could tell you exactly what i would say I mean, I could tell you what I could say too, but I'm going to be honest. Nobody here would like it. Like, oh, it's not oh, even shit, like no. I've like, I've admitted that. Like, oh god. <laughs> I've admitted that. I don't envy the man's position. He's walking a very, very, very thin tightrope here, guys. I mean, he's literally trying to balance the world economy and a nuclear weapon. I mean, and I don't super mean razor thing, guys. 
but I do know and like I would usually get on here and say especially in like the situation like this because I feel like I've said this even when he was president um like that if there was like a serious situation like this that like you know if they were like trying their best we could like get behind him but like even if like if like Trump I would like to say like if Trump was president um and made a speech that I would be able to like get behind it as well. But I feel like the reality of the situation is if that was him last night giving a speech, it would be him like on his knees for Vladimir Putin and telling the country how it was like a great thing. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I cannot say that I would be behind what he was saying at all. Like, I, I know- absolutely love, love, when it comes to Donald Trump, the hypotheticals are reality. I absolutely love it because well, every hypothetical that was thrown right. out, every hypothetical, every hypothetical that was thrown out prior to his presidency, zero of them came true. Absolutely zero. But yet they're still reality for some reason. I don't. I you guys are gonna have to explain this one to me. Well, I'm like, actually dealing with like what's happening, and you guys are dealing with hypotheticals. I don't understand. Trump, like right now, is even saying that like Vladimir Putin is like a smart guy. Like what we he's talk, doing. I talked about. Uh, wait, did we talk about this? We did. On, we did. Okay. We talked about this last week. I think yeah. so. So that's why it's I'm a, saying it, I wish it's a smart move on Vladimir so Putin's part to do what he did. Doesn't mean I like the fuck. It's guy. been a smart sure. move on Trump's part in the last like five days to keep his mouth shut. Haven't heard a word from him, and apparently somebody was like, "Dude, mom, mom, now is not the friggin' time, bro." Yeah, yeah. Whoever told him that, and whoever he listened to, I gotta say, good move. Somebody, somebody was totally thinking. Um, I'll tell you this too, Jimmy. You don't know this Uh, because Jimmy and I were texting during the State of the Union, and I was texting about five other right-leaning friends of mine and you were one of the few who didn't uh, some of my other republican buddies were like damn like he's killing it tonight um did we and again here's the problem and i feel bad for some of my friends because they're so convinced that joe biden is like gets injections before he goes out to speak like they they they're always expecting he's gonna just kind of go off the rails you know, um, and he hasn't done that yet. And I and I, I it makes me feel bad for these guys. I'm like, dude, you know, he's he's OK. He really is. I know he's old. Yeah. And he, and he like, stutters, I've never said but... yeah, he's old. Right. He gets words confused. I do, too. Trust me. You can ask my wife. I just threw a fit about an hour ago. If she's listening, she'll back me up about me confusing stupid words. But anyways, another story. But you know what? I didn't say it was a bad speech. I said it was a good speech. Yeah. I said there were parts that I would. Here's a part I would have ex, I would have excluded. I understand why he said it. I do, but I still would have excluded. And again, guys, again, you have to forgive me. This is coming strictly from a military standpoint. Vladimir, uh, not Vladimir Putin. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. President Zelensky is literally going on television asking people for help. Okay, begging for help. Joe Biden last night said, hey, guys, prepare for the worst. Meaning nobody's coming to help. (laughs) We're not coming to help. You're going to get crushed by Russia. Prepare for the worst. 
Is it true? Probably. But should it have been said last night? I don't think so, because think about the, how demoralizing that would be to the people in Ukraine, to Zelensky himself hearing that. The, just straight demoralizing. The hours prior, you're begging for help. And Joe Biden comes along and says, in the State of the Union, with conviction, we're not going to help prepare for the worst, guys. Like, I, I understand it. I'm not criticizing it. I don't know if I would. I'm just saying I don't think it was appropriate to say it at that given time, given the circumstances, and now how demoralizing it would be towards the Ukrainians. That's all I'm saying. I don't mean to downplay the situation at all, because obviously it's absolutely horrible what's going on over there right now, right? Um, and correct me if I'm wrong in saying this, please do. But um, it's to my understanding, and like, I don't know, it just seems like the most like logical that like Putin is trying to like take over Ukraine, not like completely disassemble it and like blow it up and like ruin it you know what i'm saying so like i hope that like his plan i know that he's saying that it is but i hope that his plan isn't like complete mass destruction and i feel like that's what people on this side are almost like thinking <clears throat> like hopefully he won't like just completely like destroy everything and like bring other people into this because like if what he's saying is true that he's like trying to take over it, like hopefully he won't just like completely destroy it. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying. He, uh, I don't, I don't think he really cares to be honest. I, I understand. I, I pray to God. I, I feel the same way you do. I hope he does care, but this is, this is Putin. We're talking about. He doesn't give a shit about the people. He doesn't care about the infrastructure. He doesn't care about the buildings. All he cares about is the, is a strategic location that it holds. And that's all, and, and it's all about the money and that's all he cares about, you know? And I pray to God I'm wrong. I really do. I, I but this is Putin we're talking about. Um, guys. I'm concerned about that guy. You know, I'm reading a lot of reports where uh, they're seriously concerned that this guy has gone off the deep end. Well, let me put it in perspective a little bit. Try to anyways. He is now not technically not, you know, maybe he is literally a war criminal because he bombed schools, hospitals, occupied hospitals, occupied schools, right? That goes against every Geneva Convention article that's ever been written, ever thought of anywhere. He is, he is literally a war criminal and he doesn't give a shit, guys. He doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Like that's that should scare people. That scares me. It does. I mean, it's definitely terrifying, especially like I don't know. Like, I know that especially like last night, we're like, we're not gonna prepare for the worst, but like um like it is scary, like not only just like for people like here and like causing like a war here but like so many people like here like have families over there and stuff that are literally like dead because like that is absolutely crazy and I feel like in our lifetime we don't really see that a lot and like obviously Afghanistan was bad but I feel like it towards 
until like something recent happened, I feel like it didn't get a lot of coverage or it didn't get as much as this. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's been bad over there for years, but I feel like everybody stopped talking about it. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I remember hearing about, like, how bad things were. But then I feel like as, like, my entire, like, time, like, being in high school and I feel like when Trump was in office, I feel like that kind of stopped being talked about until just recently, you know? I uh, There's so much I want to say right now, but it's not. I don't want to get off topic here. I really don't. Uh, yeah, that was a little bit off topic. No, I mean. I also just pulled up a video. Um, this is also a little bit off the rails. But um, I wanted to ask you guys if you had seen. Um, it was originally a Twitter video. And it literally has 31 million views. And it's of like an actress. And she's doing a poem where she goes, Dear Mr. Putin, if I was your mother. Mm. Oh, that? I did see that. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw that. Can you please pull that up because that is so crazy. That yeah, was I saw the that. funniest thing that I ever watched. I like absolutely could not believe it. Um, basically, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's this like actress, and she I don't know if she wrote this poem poem or like filled in the blanks to another one that was already written and just put like Putin. And I don't know if she like thought that doing this was gonna like solve everything like that like vladimir putin was gonna see this and be like oh my god if only this lady was my mother then like maybe things could be different or like maybe he would like contact her like maybe we could maybe get in touch with her and see if vladimir putin has like maybe reached out for like a therapy session with her or something because it was um for, for I, us I, disturbing but for him i presume it was quite touching unless um, you know, in Russia, I feel like talking about Putin's mom is like a really bad thing. Like, I feel like it also might be off with our head. So it could go both ways. You know, that's right. That's kind of a, a little bit where I wanted to steer this into tonight. That uh, people in, I think Joe and I, you were talking about this. Do You know, are the people in Russia behind, are actually supporting this invasion in the Ukraine, right? I don't know if it was you or I. It might have been, but uh, absolutely not, right? The people well, in Russia, the Russian people, do not support the war in Ukraine, the invasion. Been over three thousand arrests of uh, protesters in okay. Moscow. And it's exactly and, right, and I wanted to say this yeah. out loud, and then people need to understand this. When you get arrested in Russia for protesting, it is a twenty-year sentence. <laughs> It is not a it's not a ticket. It's not a catch and release. It is a 20-year prison sentence. Mm -hmm. So for people to be risking 20 years of their lives to speak out against that, that I mean, Russia is not supporting the war in Ukraine. Right. And I mean, some of them I do agree with you. Like I would say that a good amount of the population is definitely like on that side. But I will say there is so much like propaganda over there that like, I feel like they're divided like us where like some people are like, how do you not see this? Like, this is crazy. This is actually insane what they're doing right now. Like, how are you actually buying this and seeing it kind of like how we That's like the point that could be absolutely cutting off uh, what's going on around the world and just showing yeah. what they want to show. You're absolutely right. Good point. Well, there is like so much propaganda over there. And as we like even have seen with our elections, like they are really 
good at it. And like, if you talk to like, I don't know if you guys have like family members or anything like that in Russia, um, just like even like people in my life. And I've seen like a lot of people like talking about it online, but like, um, they'll say that they're like kind of in support what's of what's happening because like what they're showing on the news is like very selective, like kind of like over here, like the people that like buy into like the QAnon like stuff. And they think they like all this kind of stuff is like crazy. And they walk into pizza shops and they're like, they think that they're like hiding kids in the basement or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that um, over there, like there's just as much like propaganda and people are just as easily swayed, you know? They're not buying it at all. I mean, so the other big problem is, and because of the sanctions, people are going and they're clearing out their bank accounts, which is only going to further destroy the Russian economy. They're doing exactly what they shouldn't be doing. There's been um, a lot of soldiers. Yeah, here you go. Text messages from some of the Russian soldiers to their families saying most of them really thought they were on a training exercise and doing war games. They got there. There's been reports of multiple battalions of Russian soldiers, Victoria. As soon as they get confronted, they're like, dude, we're not here to we're not down for this. Thought this was a training exercise. We don't want to kill. I mean, they consider them fellow Russians. You know, they were all part of the Soviet Union together. And they're putting these guys in a bad spot. It's part of the reason why this invasion, Jimmy, from a military standpoint, it's not going well. They should have oh toppled. God, no. They should have toppled Kiev about three days, four days ago. It should have taken uh, them three days. It should have taken the fact that they haven't yet, days. you know. And and so Victoria, there's reports of. Uh, get this. This is how easy they thought it was going to be. They didn't bring night vision goggles. <laughs> they, didn't so bring fuel. Sundown, they didn't bring enough anything. They thought at it was sundown, be so they easy. have to stop what they're doing. They're running out of food. They're running out of fuel. They don't have good supply lines. Uh, and they've, again, had mass desertions where th- these guys are just running away. And, and they're, like, looking to go back home. So it, from, from that standpoint, is that going well? But, of course, Jimmy, that brings up the – What's this guy going to do next? How does this guy yeah. rectify that? Exactly. Does man. this guy like, launch an all-out, you know, barrage on 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 Kiev to try to, you know, does he bring in a nuclear weapon? You know, those are the things that I think people really again. I'm I'm so concerned about his mental state. And yeah, you this is where a, we're at now. Guys. He's a war criminal. He's being choked at home. At what point do the citizens really start rebelling over there? Because as bad as it is in Ukraine, a month from now, there's not going to be a lot of food and money in Moscow, and you're going to see starvation and riots, and that's not going to end well for the oligarchs. Oh, I did you? Uh, last night, I was applauding. My wife yelled at me for being loud, but I was applauding the uh, uh, the Biden administration and the uh, DOJ going after the oligarch properties here in New York and. Just seizing freaking billions of dollars. I loved it. Loved it. It's about freaking time. Really. It truly yep. is. And you know what? Both sides could have done it prior to this. And neither of them did it. Good on Joe Biden and the DOJ this year for doing it. Thank you. Well, then again, you know what, though, James? That 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 takes unity for them to all go in on this together. You know, yesterday uh, they, they passed a resolution. Uh, only three of the most hard right lunatics uh uh gozer paul gozer being one of them uh only three republicans voted against the resolution otherwise it it would have passed unanimously he's such a lunatic that guy i mean you know uh, the gargarian 
Dude, people like him <laughs> and Lauren Bolber and and Mo Brooks, dude. It, it's oh, such you a, said her name, dude. It's well because you know what they are. They're the they're like the anti squad. You know, it's like it's the the liberals have those four people, and you might think they're lunatics, and the Republicans got their four lunatics, and there you go. But yeah, I, I just Putin's in a tough spot. Point of no return. You know. Yep. It's either World War Three or he's arrested for war crimes or he finds himself hanging from Red Square, you know, by his own people, hopefully. Yeah. So, again, it, it seems like the majority of people in Russia don't support the war. Um, and and it seems like some of the soldiers literally fighting it don't support the war. So. Dude, did you see how uh, a sixty four year old sixty uh, four year old lady went out there with like a broom handle and the tank stopped and it's like, okay, you won. Yeah, and she went out there with like a broom. Sixty five. I swear to God, they were showing that on the news. Like sixty four years, I went out there with a broom in her hand and the tank's like, okay. <laughs> and then the little girl. Did you see the little girl? She's she had to have been like eight years old. Running up to the Russian soldier, threatening, she's like, ah, just screaming, telling him to get out of there. Dude, the lady with the just, sunflowers, put these in your pocket so that when you die, at least something good will work. Oh, damn! <laughs> you know, and here's the other thing too. Total side note. Uh, you know, my I, I told Jimmy this. Uh, my brother and I are big fans of of Ukrainian boxers, and there's quite a few of them. Uh, two obviously being Vladimir and uh, Vitaly Klitschko. Klitschko who found themselves on this uh, Chechnyan hit list. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. The, yep. uh, and the, Ukrainians, the, the Ukrainians wiped out this Chechnyan hit squad, uh, but but also Alexander Usyk, uh, a guy who was in line for a – he just won the heavyweight championship, in line for a huge payday. Uh, Vasily Lomachenko, uh, George Kambasos literally offered him a chance to get his belts back, uh, and he was like, I gotta go, baby. Motherland's calling. The beauty um, queen, right? The beauty queen said, "Oh, dude, it's you know. Listen, I, I, I've said this for really. a really long time. I'm, I'm I do I do a, a show on 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 um on combat sports, and we obviously do a lot of MMA stuff. The people from Ukraine, and I've got a, a, my wife's best friends from Ukraine. I mean, they're just a, a, they're a different kind of people. Just a, 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 the kind of people you'll want on your side and in your corner. Let me just say that. And, yeah, there you go. Klitschko, millionaire, living the good life in L.A., signed up for the Ukraine Reserve three weeks ago, knowing this was going to happen. You he, know? Can, he can live anywhere he wants in the lap of luxury. Yeah, dude, I mean, life. this is the kind of stuff where, and you and I think I, we talked about this a little bit, but if you want to be inspired by leaders, if you want to look at a politician – as a as a cult hero, you guys are picking the wrong people. Oh yeah! All right, <laughs> look in Ukraine if you want to find the kind of people I'm talking about. The kind of people that we should all be like. That we should all feel that kind of pride for our motherland. Wow, Joe, I uh, I, I I could take over the whole show if <laughs> on this topic, right? Pride, right? It's uh, it, there is no more. Uh, and I don't get it. I really don't. I, I don't understand. Yes. Yeah. And I don't mean to cut you off, but like, I feel like I don't want to let it go away. You know, um, is that like the main reason you joined like the services was because you were like, I'm about to do something for my country. 
or was it because of like you know a lot of, you know how like a lot of people go in because they either are like I don't really know what I want to do like after high school or they're like honestly I really can't afford to not go and like want like have the career and live the life that like I want to live you know what I mean and like some All people right. go I, because- I really wish i could tell you a cool story but i'm gonna tell you the truth <laughs> well i also like not any less interesting if you like found that like inspiration to fight for your country while you were there like you know what i mean like that doesn't take away from it i just am curious why you made that decision to go so i, I went to college after high school for about a year it didn't do too well moved back home my mom said <laughs> you're not staying here she <laughs> actually called the recruiter on me i oh. never even thought about joining the military one day, a knock at the door, it happens. There's a guy in uniform. Three hours later, I'm joining the Marine Corps. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. So did I join for pride of country and stuff like that? No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> pride for this country was instilled in me by the things that I did for it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then the way uh, and the way that we actually exercise these rights, I love protests, guys. I've been pro protest my entire life always pro first amendment i'm pro guns <laughs> not you know not uzis and shit but pro guns <laughs> you know I, but i'm very i am very much a constitutionalist and libertarian like these are your god given inalienable rights leave me the frig alone your job is there to protect those. The government's um, job is there to protect. Just going to hit you on the technicality rights. of I hate that God-given rights thing do. when it comes I to the Constitution because it it's the <laughs> it's the Constitution giving you the rights. It's I, not I God. We did that. Ever. Fine. No, I got you, and I appreciate. Like, that. Honestly, you was probably like, you when like Albert it? Einstein gave me these rights than like God. Like, you know what I mean? Like it would be like at least he was here. I like to think they were given to me by somebody tangible who could like sign off on that. Like I, I gave to him you know like you could have given it so vague you could have been like michael jackson given and i would have been like more like you know i would like that if it was a michael jackson thing i could be like yeah we he he bought it i've got the receipt right here yeah like that's certified yeah that's all i'm asking for (laughs) you know you know what's funny to me guys here here's what's funny to me you're not religious i'm assuming right Neither of you. I don't. I know Joe isn't. Are you Victoria? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually kind of have like a funny story to go I've never on asked. I don't after, but no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, good. I'm not good, but I mean, I don't care really. Uh, but yeah, yeah you so know. you guys like you guys look. I don't want to say you make fun of and poke fun of, but with people with faith, right? faith i have faith in something whether it be a fictitious thing or not right i have faith what is the difference than you guys having faith that donald trump was going to kill everybody donald trump was going to start world war three you believed in that so much you still say it to this day but it never came true. It never. It's not there. It was never tangible. But you kind of coming to fruition now, right? But yeah. <laughs> but my point is, my point is, you believe what you want to believe, right? And you guys can say and say, "Yep, this is going to be cool. This is a this is a bad thing. This is a good thing." Over what I believe. But you make fun of people that actually believe. No. So here's let me tell you what I make fun of. 
uh, let's be clear on this. Again, I was a person of faith for many years, and I was a Republican for many years, so I feel like I'm very justified in my both understanding of this and in my criticisms of it. Okay, because I I find when you when you start to separate the the Leviticus from the you know actual laws of things, it's like, oh, geez, that's not that's not cool. I don't like. I don't like when 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 someone wants to make their religious doctrine the law of the land. I, I have a real issue with that. They were very clear in this separation of church and state in this country. And unfortunately, the church is always, despite its tax-free status, is always putting its nose where it doesn't belong. Yeah. You're there to you're there to, you know, usher the the flock or whatever. Do that stuff. Don't tell them how to vote. Don't don't be in your churches spreading lies and misinformation about things like abortion, which I know, Jimmy, you're smart enough to know they're full of crap on that stuff. That that's it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong to like try to you know, we talked about this last week, Jimmy. We talked about this last week. Syringes in, in drug kits already bad enough. Making up crack pipes doesn't do anything for the story other than it makes the story about ah. That is ridiculous. Joe, 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 Joe. I got to tell brother. Let me do it. Let me, let me, please. Do I believe life begins at conception? Yes, I do. I think life begins when you get a social security card. I I do believe. And I'm not wrong. Begins at conception. I do. Do I believe that I am any freaking person? To tell somebody that they can and can't do something? No. That's why I do I believe personally that I would I would I would I ever ask my wife to get an abortion? No. Do I believe in them? No. I don't. Do I believe life begins at conception? Yes. But I'm nobody to tell you you can't. Right? I'm nobody to sit there and say, you need to believe what I believe, so you can't do something. I've never once said that. So that is why I am pro-choice. Because I am freaking nobody to judge you for what you believe, right? Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Do you want to make your bigger point about about how, again, my I, I, you can I, listen. I, I don't have a problem with people that believe in faith, but again. <laughs> Look at all of the wars that we fought and look how many of them were directly from the hands of the religion. You know, so so it's it's this this ancient myth from a couple thousand years ago and it still has major ramifications today. And it's I don't know. I just feel like we're kind of beyond all that. I think we know that the only place where you're going to find magic is at Hogwarts. And even that isn't real. Okay, there's, there's, there's none of that stuff. And listen, you know, um, I think Jesus definitely existed. Jesus, the human being, but his existence doesn't prove he was the son of God. That's an in, that's something that could not possibly be proven. Chance that he was even a guy. But listen, I'm saying even if he did exist, even if you found his tombstone. You know what I'm saying? Or his birth, as his his uh, his coffin, and it had his name. I mean, it still wouldn't tell you that that he. And how was... do we know that it wasn't pronounced Jesus? How do we you know, know that? I mean? We have no idea. We don't know. And so I, I just to me, listen, Jimmy. I hear a lot of people credit Jesus for their successes. 
and they they felt Jesus, you know, in here somewhere, and it and it inspired them to step up and do the thing, so they got the thing. Mm-hmm. And and I always say to those people that that thing in here was courage. You you mustered you it up that, on your you... own. That was what you did. Totally. I don't know why you would want to credit that to an imaginary figure. That was you. Should be proud I don't of know yourself. If they're crediting that. I think they're saying they were inspired by that to have the courage. No, because nah, a lot no. of the times people are like, "It's God's plan, babe." This is God's. Oh, yeah, that's plan. true. Yeah. Oh, when I don't. I, goes wrong again. I okay. Hey, do you guys want to hear something shocking for me? Let me say one last one last point. I believe in humans, and I believe in humanity, and I think humans should enjoy the ride. They should get the most out of the experience. You know. Enjoy life. You 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 shouldn't live in shame. You you have a very short time on this planet, and you're gonna go bye bye, and no one's gonna remember you were here. Okay, so go out there and do your thing. Don't mess with other people, but do your thing. Live your life and enjoy it, because it might be over tomorrow. That's right. That's what Joe Biden tells people. That's what. Who doesn't tell people that? I don't understand. Like, well, not not in the state of a union, though. Maybe that's not the time for like, it. I, I'm sorry, you kind of lost me. I re- you really did. <laughs> I you was really just teasing lost. for a moment. Yes. I, uh, I, I just, I, I don't see a problem with people believing in a deity, whatever they call it, right? Now, I you 100% agree with you that the majority of wars throughout the entirety of history have been started in the name of God. <laughs> yep. Fact, right? So I agree with you that it shouldn't be used as, uh, uh, as anything other than what it was intended for, right? Like, I don't, like, there's certain faiths that I have problems with more than, more in particular than others, like, you need to go out and you need to convert people. No, no, you don't. God said, don't judge. If you're trying to convert people, you're judging them, right? So no, your, your religion to me is hokey already, right off the bat. Like, <laughs> I love it. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, right? You know the whole premise is behind Jehovah's Witnesses. There's a limited amount of people that are allowed into heaven. Mm-hmm. Why would you go out and ask for more members? Wouldn't you I be know. like, no, 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 no. I'm going to be one of those 101,000. So you stay the hell away from my religion. No, so no, no. We're going to recruit more. Was like Ash Wednesday, was it not? Yeah. Um. So I am at my job and I work in a mall. And um. I'm in my outfit. I'm in like, you can't really see it, but I'm in like a silk like pantsuit right now, right? And I'm walking through and everybody is just looking at me crazy, by the way, too. Because I also have pink Elton John sunglasses on too. So like, I'm the type of guy that's like, why is it? Why is everybody staring at me? And it's like very obvious why everybody's staring at me. But this guy was a whole different story. So he comes walking up to me and gets so close to me. Old guy looking not good, like Uncle Fest. What's his name? Uncle Fester from, um, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. Um, Anna's family. Hunchback, super, just no good, looking no good with a cross on his forehead. And he comes up to me and he goes, oh. Like got like a foot in front of me and just gives me like a big and I go back, right? And I'm like, you have the audacity to judge me right now when you're literally walking around with a cross on your forehead. You look crazy, sir. I don't look crazy. You look crazy. Mind your own business. And that's why I have a problem with religion. (laughs) 
Religion is too divisive for my for my likings. And I think especially when you look at where we are today as a people, again, we want to we want to stop talking about and breaking everything down by race and stop bringing up race all the time. And it's like, yeah, but then religion's there. And that's that's going to be a problem, too, because if you're if you're not discriminating somebody based on their appearance, the next everyone's next favorite thing is their religion. If it's different than yours, they suck. And so China, that's a real Uyghurs. problem. I mean, exactly. yeah, dude, it's, it's, yeah. I'm just, I, I'd like to see Americans figure out a way to uh, just to sort of abandon the tribes, dude. Just sort I, of I, abandon whatever it is. Like, you know what I mean? Quit the 4-H yeah, club, the Eagles, the Lions, the Masons, just, just be an American and just be with everybody. Stop trying to be in your own little special thing. I, I, there's too much of that. Everybody wants to be in a thing. Man, I do. Just be hey, an American uh, and love everybody. It's easier that way. I, that's a well said, Joe. And we got to take a break right now. But before we do, I just want to say God bless you. <laughs> do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. Last night, Joe Biden talked about the importance of defending Ukraine and democracy. He talked about funding the police, lowering the price of gas and other goods, rising wages, and ending the COVID mandates. He even called himself a capitalist. Now, I'm not sure what he said that doesn't fall in line with American values. And despite bipartisan support for a lot of his speech, there were complaints about Sleepy Joe. Let me remind people that uh, it was the withholding of congressionally approved military spending to Ukraine on a phone call with Zelensky that led to Trump's first impeachment. The same president who constantly lambasted other members of NATO and threatened to leave the alliance while cozying up to Vladimir Putin. Now, all the things Joe Biden talked about would positively affect all Americans for the better, which, you know, is the job of the president of the United States. So for all you critics out there, something to ponder, perhaps. Joe Biden has never looked directly into a solar eclipse or asked about nuking a hurricane two months ago. When Trump encouraged people to take the vaccine, some in the right-wing media suggested Trump was one of two things, compromised 
or in the early stages of dementia. And yet, those same people want to see this guy run again in 2024. So which is it? Is Trump compromised in working with George Soros? Or is he suffering from dementia? And if it is one or the other, why on earth would you want somebody who's less competent than Joe Biden? The more I hear people on the right question Biden's faculties, the more I have to laugh. I know he said Iranian last night when he met Ukrainian. He stumbled a few times. This man's actually had a severe stuttering problem his entire life and has taken it all the way up to the presidency of the United States. But I'll tell you what, in Joe Biden's biggest moment as president, I think he had home run for this country. And if you keep bitching about the division in this country, which is your right as an American, just let me know which of these Joe Biden America first plans you didn't like. Because I think you like the plan. You just don't like the man. Is it my turn to go? Awesome. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Number one, that was great. I liked it. That was well thought out. Thank you. I, I, I would like to think. But uh, why? So first off, buy American, make an American, etc. Right? He said that last night. Wholeheartedly yep. agree. Yeah, that's been law forever. Right? I did contracts for the military, like millions and millions of dollars worth of contracts. Never allowed to go outside of the United States. Ever. Zero. Ever. Right? And this was 20 years ago. Right? Like, so it's always been that way. So yep. good on him for keeping it up. Right. I'll, I'll give him that. He didn't start it, but good on him for keeping it going. Uh, I really didn't want to talk about this because we're going to get into it, man. And Frank's going to get what he wants and we might just get heated here. That caught Victoria's attention. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm really, I'm fighting. I'm fighting this, Joe. I am. Okay, I'll start off with a question. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Do you think Joe Biden led the world in, or is leading is leading the the Western civilization right now against Russia? No. No. Okay, great, great. Because no, as a matter of fact, I read earlier today where the European Union said we can't count on the United States. We appreciate Joe Biden trying to help, but there's a good chance Donald Trump or somebody of his ilk will be the president in 2024. So we in the European Union and NATO, we know we're going it without the United States probably from now on. And that's 100% because of Donald Trump. 100%. Just know that. And that a big reason why Putin felt compelled or enabled to go in there in Ukraine is your boy again. I know you don't you, like him. I know he's not your go. guy. I know he's not your guy. Absolutely I understand that, wrong. but I'm you're saying you're so you're always so 100%. quick to like, well, he's gone I now. Never How much of this has he caused? I, who, Donald Trump in Ukraine? Nothing. Zero. All Zilch. of it. This is all All Biden. of it. And to watch January 6th, to watch what happened in this Here country and to see and to 6th, see I bet you January and to 6th see is nothing come of it. Stuff. Of course Vladimir okay. Putin thought I could do whatever they want. They had a Confederate flag in the US Capitol. They didn't do it. They gave the That's guy exactly 30 days. Come on, baby. Really? 30 who days. Gave, 
Who gave Vladimir Putin, I don't know, 75% of the freaking energy going into Western Europe? Who? Was it Trump or was it Biden? Who? Gave him what? The gas going into Western Europe. Gave him Nord Stream. It allowed him to give Nord Stream too. Who? Was it Biden or was it Trump? You think Biden allowed that? He lifted the sanctions the day he became president when he shut down the Keystone Pipeline from being made. He did, Joe. That's a fact. 100% fact. Verifiable. He lifted the Trump sanction. The Trump sanctions. <laughs> right? I'm not Trump's boy. I'm a fucking... I'm, I'm a truth guy here. He lifted the sanctions that Trump put in place to stop the freaking flow of energy going from Russia into Western Europe. Biden lifted those sanctions, gave your gave the freaking Western Europe, gave Putin Western Europe at control of the energy. That's what's leading to this, Joe. Because now, now he has a chokehold on the energy of the Western Europe. So he fought. Right. And I, you know what? I will sit here and applaud Germany because they are the ones that freaking really uh, uh, spearheaded or, or was allowing all these sanctions because they were the ones that were going to be most affected by Putin's energy from Nord Stream. Right. So they said, you know what? Screw it. No, we don't care. We won't take our gas from them. They will. They said we will be willing to pay six dollars of gasoline to stop to, to not take it from Putin. That was given to him by Biden. That's why he's doing this. That's why he, because he had a stronghold on the energy in Western Europe and he thought he could leverage that to freaking do what he wanted. And now he's screwed because, and that's why he thought it was going to take so little time. And now he's screwed because the rest of the world said, I don't give a shit about your oil, which he wasn't anticipating. But Biden gave him the freaking oil, Joe. It wasn't Trump. I'm not a Trump lover, but you're wrong on this one. Wrong. Okay, I'm reading about it right now. Um, and and they they did because they felt that that was in the interest of the United States. They were looking to rebuild their ties with Germany, who would be benefiting from that energy source uh, after relations had deteriorated under Donald Trump. <laughs> the waivers have no specific end date, but can be rescinded at any time. By the U.S. Secretary of State. And they so, just were. I'm literally reading this to you. This and is they just were. They, the sanctions were put years back ago, Right, and they exactly were able to pull it back. Right. $11 billion project would take uh, Russian gas from the Arctic to Germany. Uh, da, 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 Who da, gave yeah. it to him, Joe? Um, they gave it to him, again, at the request of Germany to appease the Germans who were so miserable when Donald Trump was president. And, and who we're getting a very good deal. Them? And Who so that's the reason it? why they did that. Who stopped your it? arguments? Your argument beyond that is I got to tell you, it's very weak. Would you would you not agree? It's would weak. you not agree that it's weak. Donald Trump's relationship no with Vladimir Putin, Donald Trump's relationship with Vladimir Putin and the fact that he constantly threatened to leave NATO, the constant the, the fact that he constantly talked down about NATO, the fact that he said that NATO didn't have enough money because everybody wasn't kicking in enough. You don't think any of that emboldened Vladimir Putin at all? Seriously? Can you look me in the face and say, honestly, you don't think that had anything to do with this? Could have it kicked him in the ass a little bit? Maybe. Sure. 
<laughs> hold on, hold on, Joe. No. Hold on. Don't take a nudge. No, 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 no. Don't no. take a nudge. There are other Hey, you guys never <laughs> let me finish, and it's starting to make me mad. Really, it truly is. All right, I give you your shit when you're right. You're angry. Go ahead. Right, Go ahead, I give please. you your freaking shit when you're right, don't I? Yep. When you're right, I'd say you're I right. I agree with you. I'm agreeing with you. Don't get upset. I'm freaking, agreeing. You're telling me that that is what made Putin really? That's you really, what made you, Putin invade Ukraine, and it yes. wasn't freaking. Yes. You are yes out there, bro. Seriously, yeah. man. There is mm -hmm. there's yeah, no way to talk to you. There's no way to talk to you. There's nothing a freaking <laughs> feeling like that could do to spur this man to attack and kill people without the you can't do it without the freaking control of the union. And he thought he had it when Biden gave him the lifted the sanctions. He thought he had control. He was wrong, thank God, but he was wrong. But that's what happened, Joe. Do, do you realize that Nord Stream 2 only got, they only finished constructing it at the end of 2021? So, like, it's literally been in operation for about three months. That's it. It's been three months. I don't think in three months he decided he was going to do a full-on invasion of Ukraine. I'm just not buying it. Now... This is very You're much about this is hold You're on. This is very this much being about brief to Biden in November. This is very much about. At, yeah. And so you. So. All right. So uh, hold on. If, if I'm understanding what you just said. So Biden knew about this and he gave it to Russia anyway. And so here we are. Is that what you're contending? No, no, no. Biden gave it to him prior. Right. Biden gave it yep. to him back when in, uh, uh, in January. Yeah. Back in November, he was getting briefed about the stronghold of the oil that he was getting, that Putin was taking onto the Western Europe side. And that was his indicator. And the military freaking told him this. Go back and look at, uh, what's his name there? The, the Secretary of Defense told him this is a prelude of him trying to control the freaking energy flow into Western Europe so he can control that region. And hopefully not. I mean, I don't think anybody could predict that he was going to go and invade, but he was going to try to control that region from there. And they told him this. And, and so it was because you of don't, the sanctions. You don't think Donald Trump saying Joe nope. Biden is weak or the entire Republican Party questioning his leadership, talking about him being old. You don't think that maybe that played a part in this at all? Well, smudgy. I mean, again, this is why I always say words matter. Words matter. I mean, what Jimmy, else, what what else are you going to try to blame this, is, this on, Joe, No, I'm honestly. blaming this. James, James, we've been over this. No, no, I mean, we have. If, if you really want to point a finger, the person we should be pointing a finger at is Barack Obama. Yes. I mean, if we're being honest here. Okay. Fuck. This is very it. much. It, this is very much a Barack Obama problem. It is. That Barack Obama greatly failed us in 2014. Is, is, and everybody loves the guy. But uh, allowing this to happen in 2014 with cry with the cry that was the end of it. I mean, here's the thing: Vladimir Putin's got the Crimea Peninsula, and now he he's been realizing the last eight years it's really hard to get there. There's one oh bridge, God. and the Ukrainians control it. He don't like that. He he's also wants easier access, a pipeline right through the center of Ukraine. That's what he's there for. So again, who we could blame a lot of people and a lot of things for this. I don't think it matters. 
I, I really don't. I it mean, does so matter, many, Joe. You mean no, tell dude, you why again, this is this hold is on, like hold dude, on, we, hold me, on. If, we could be having the Palestinian-Israeli argument again. Like th that goes back. It's been systemic failure on the part of a lot of presidents, and this is the same situation we're in here, Jimmy. Do you want to know why it matters, Joe? Because who's paying who's paying Vladimir Putin thirty six million dollars a day right now? To They're fund not. His they war. stopped doing that already. When I'm sure you've seen that. Like when today? Yesterday? Okay, yeah. today. Today. How long has the war been going on? Eight We've days. Been funding his war. <laughs> we funded his war. That's great. Do you not want oil? We have oil, Joe. <laughs> we have oil. We just released 60 million barrels to freaking Europe to help them out. We don't have any. We need to get it. We have enough to give them 60 million barrels, but we got to buy it from fucking Putin. Guys, can we address this? Um, Frank is here. Yes. Can we Frank Cuesta like, from Speaking of Reels in the house. Frank's been egging us on all night. He wanted to fight. I guess he wanted to come see it in person. Yeah. Oh, yes. I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy seeing it. Why not? Just ding, ding, ring the bell. Let's go. What's up, Frank? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I just felt like we had to address the elephant in the room. Um, Frank is here. He called you He's an elephant. I didn't. Ah, I got a huge truck. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a. Uh, <laughs> we we just went from rated R to rated X, and I saw that, Joe. I did. I just saw it. Victoria, you missed it. You no, I'm the here. Microphone just popped. Oh, you know? Did you see it? The microphone pop off and hit him in the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't hit me in the head. It did pop off though. Oh man. Oh, that was Frank. Beautiful. What do you What do you guys What do you guys got cooking tonight? Oh man, we're gonna be cooking uh, the State of the Union. Pretty much, you know, Russia. Why I got kicked off of Facebook again? I mean, hey, ah! you know. I thought now, we had controversy here, so I wasn't sure, like, if we were gonna do this. I gotta ask two <laughs> questions. Number one, number one. Uh, maybe I'll just ask him since he just popped in. Number one. Oh, what, what did Carlos? What did Carlos not like about this speech last night? Give me like, give me your top three things because you're one of the few people on Facebook last night, Carlos, who was not a fan of that speech at all, hating God on bless, it. God bless the Uranian people. <laughs> <laughs> There's one. <laughs> ah, obviously, I was just nitpicking, <clears throat> having some fun. Um. What I didn't like, uh, I mean, I, I could say I, I didn't like quite a few things. Uh, um, he uh, lower gas prices, more affordable food, higher wages. Oh, yeah, yeah. What did you hate about it? That's a that's a that's a, a you know, you it's a it's a poll policy list that he's never going to come through with because it's just yes. decisions keep messing shit up. So, but I mean, every president does that. So I, I think in his case, though, it's kind of weird. Like he's been in what year and a half year now. And he wants to talk about lowering prices, yet he keeps doing things that keeps raising them. So I find it weird. And then he actually started kind of sounding Trumpish. He's like, we need to secure the border. Like, you gave a shit. <laughs> we need to, we need to what, fund the police. Really? Now you want to start funding the police? You know. It's election season, baby. Primary season, baby. 
Or at the end, it was just like, wait a minute, man. Does this man wearing a wig all of a sudden? His face turning orange? Because this sounds familiar. I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, but you liked it then. I mean, you you know what? It's not that I don't like it. I like it, but coming from him and the fact that those who criticized the orange man for four years had issues with it, now because it's coming out of a different mouth, it's okay? Oh, fuck that. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. And then, uh, <clears throat> I mean, and then I think, uh, you know, he totally naturally, I don't expect him to go into it because it was a, such a disaster. He, he totally just combed over Afghanistan. Like, yeah, yeah, that was a shit show that happened. Yeah. Not going to mention it. Um, and I think the one thing, though, that we need to, like, uh, really focus on, I guess, is he's talking about sanctions that are going to just change the way, you know, like shift everything and just cause all sorts of calamity for Russia. We're still buying oil from them. We're buying almost 700,000 barrels of we oil. Stopped. Okay. Carlos, but now, the sanctions yeah. will actually cripple Russia. They actually will. Oh, my, problem, money. my problem with the sanctions, <clears throat> right, has been all along. He didn't do them soon enough. I mean, even not even if you take away the Swift, he didn't do them soon enough. He could have tried, in my opinion, mm -hmm. right? and I'm not criticizing because, again, I wouldn't want to be in that position, but he could have, in my opinion, tried to have deterred it a little bit more and a little <clears throat> harder with placing those sanctions prior to him starting to evade. He also should have sanctioned Vladimir Putin directly personally yeah, directly, on, yes. on, on day one that should not there shouldn't even have been a second thought about that that should have happened so when, right. he, you're, when Carlos is right though when he talked about sanctions I got upset because of that reason <laughs> it was like <laughs> Frank your question what got you put in Facebook jail this time <laughs> <laughs> you know I said I was gonna kick somebody's ass and Facebook Actually, believe that? Yeah, and when you when you hear the whole story about it, it's ridiculous. You know, it's it's ridiculous. I was like, wow. I didn't I didn't even say it directly to the person. I said I would have kicked his ass. Those were my words. Or so that, it was that's exactly what I thought. It wasn't even a direct threat. No, it was not. This is the problem when you have nerds like Mark Zuckerberg manning manning the the word police, you know. That's an issue. Yep. That's an issue. That, that is an issue. That's kind of irritating too. I told Frank, I'm like, what gives? I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, I, you figure if I didn't want to hear from Frank, let me put him in jail on my on my own account. I'll never have to see Frank's face again. Why ban the guy just because he suggested? To, man, that's oh, petty. Petty. <laughs> Ridiculous! That's like the worst threat. He's not the worst to ever make anybody oh. do. They're like they're like passing an ass kicking on through another person, and that's what you get in trouble for. Like that's, that's stupid. Time. Yeah, <laughs> that's like his third time <laughs> in the past year. My third time. Wow. I mean, look, the first time, the first time I got put in. Granted, I was literally threatening somebody. Okay, granted, yes, throw me in jail. Because I was fucking telling this guy, hey, grab your stupid soccer mom minivan and go drive off, a, drive, drive off a cliff with you and your family and your kids. Have a good one. That's not a threat. That's just okay, an evil you know, thought. Just well, that was just 
one of the rough suggestion. Yeah, you didn't say yeah. that you were gonna drive them off. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Facebook wow. is just becoming really I can't tough. I can't wait for your guys' show, Frank. I really I really can't. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey guys, yeah, thanks for next. stopping by. Really, I really appreciate you stopping by tonight. Great, you know, good luck on your show. I know it's gonna be great. All right, <laughs> we're gonna have to wrap it up here. Victoria, you got any last any last tidbits? Two two, three words. Um I wish I could think of something really quick and ready witty right now. Go get them. <laughs> Joe, what do you Let's got? Go for Brandon. Us? Thank <laughs> you very much. Thank you very much to our listeners. Thank you very much to our sponsors. Thank oh, you guys. Yeah. I love you. God bless and have a great night. See you guys next. So Jess, why did you become a realtor? I worked in a various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes, it's very exciting, so a lot of fun. Now, you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far? Helping people, especially like first-time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part. What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents? I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home. Last thing I want to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTBB Realty is people over paychecks do the damn thing. And that's what we do.